Welcome again to It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. I'm here with Suraj Rana, who's a brilliant uh, legal practitioner, really good at helping young startup businesses get things like their terms and conditions right and helping them put things like shareholder agreements, really important stuff to get that sort of thing ready uh, and uh, help solve so many problems in the long run. Now we're going to have a really great conversation today because Suraj is such an interesting person with so many interesting stories. So really looking forward to this one. Suraj, welcome to the uh, It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to this. No problem. Thanks, Suraj. So just I've just sort of highlighted there a little bit. What, what are the sort of the challenges your clients uh, face when sort of starting out your business and, 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 and the things that they sort of try and uh, set, set you as tasks to do? Uh, on the, the, the startup side of things, a lot of it is just uh, it's a weird mix um, that's really been great for me to be able to carve a, a niche here because they often need the legal and the bit of sort of a business advice with it as well. Um, and I've been able to really leverage that because being a startup myself, I know what they're thinking and know what they're going through. So I, I'm not just going into it with, right, well, here's the law, or this is what you need. We can be really realistic about it and really put it into context. Uh, and in my opinion, it always should have been moldable uh, because one shoe, uh, one size doesn't fit all. So it's great to really speak to them and go, okay, so where are we going with this? What do we really need? Uh, being cost effective, which is always a big one, um, especially on the startup side of things. Um, and if we can start them off with really something quite basic, like terms and conditions, it really works well because I would rather get them off the line and get some get some cash flow in. Let's get something moving before we start spending a lot of money on contracts. Um, and inevitably they are expensive. Uh, so if we can sort of get some the terms and conditions of things sorted, get them moving a little bit because then we need some fluidity because in the first six to 12 months, everything can change. So we don't want some strip contracts in place anyway. Mm. That doesn't work. So a lot of them just want some some guidance, which I'm more than happy to give. And sometimes it's that just that little bit of clarity and like, okay, can we just start off with this as a basic, as a foundation and let's build upon it. They, and, and it really works well for them. Brilliant stuff. So what are the common mistakes people make when they're trying to solve that problem without that sort of help that you've just been talking about? It's the same problem, whether they're a startup that is sort of looking to just get off the ground and uh, take it easy and, and make moves. Um, and, and some of the startups that I work with are raising capital, uh, venture funding and things like that. And they all make the same mistake, which is wasting their own time. Um, mm. And it's a huge mistake to make because if you actually just talk to someone that knows what they're talking about, you will save yourself days of time. Um, and there's, there's plenty of resources out there. You can do lots of reading and you can go on Google, um, but it's so far out of context. Um, it, it's written for every man and his dog. Uh, it, it's really not going to, it might give you a little few hints and tips, um, but there is so much out there. Uh, it, it, it talk to people. Uh, that know what they're talking about, but also where you can explain and describe where you're at, where you want to go, why you need it. That is what is key rather than just have a contract or have a set of terms and conditions. And I've had clients come to me and ask for shareholders agreements because they think that it's a, an agreement between one shareholder and another. Um, when it's not, it's actually an agreement between the shareholders and the business. 
So what they need is just a simple contract. But if you go to a law firm and ask for a shareholders agreement, it's one of the most intricate documents you can draft as, as a, a contract lawyer. So inevitably, it's not something that's going to cost you a few hundred pounds. And I always say, be careful what you ask for, because if you go to some law firms in some traditional places that might not be as, as open um, and might not have as much time to sit down and talk to you, you ask for something like a shareholders agreement, they'll actually draft you one. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? I often say that um, t- too often as, as business owners, we don't we don't actually value our own time nearly enough. And as a result, we sort of sit there and think, well, my time is free. Therefore, I can get more value out of doing this for myself rather than going down the path. I always call it they go down the path of least assistance. You know, they go down yeah. the path where they go, I can I can I can save some money. And it never, ever does save money. You know, you from 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 you helping people legally to people who are doing their own bookkeeping because they think it's a very simple job and then they discover that if they'd only got somebody who really understood it could give them the right advice they'd have saved themselves thousands in tax but because they didn't go down that path of assistance they end up costing themselves real money because they wanted to save a few hundred pounds on time it's just it's just the wrong way to value it isn't it it really is and and it's it was hard for me as well, from a, an employee type mindset. Um, that's inevitably what you think because you're well, I'm free. I'm having to pay other people to do something. But you then see the, the businesses that are starting just at the same time as you, or or after you, and you see them. They're taking a, a slightly different route, but it's much faster. And the business is growing. Everything's looking a little. Just even some things like websites. And you look at a website and you go, that one's a really nice one. That one, when I compare it to the really nice one, isn't actually that nice. And it's just these small, subtle things that make a huge difference. But it's just getting the people in the know-how to do it. And, and it, yeah. will, it, it might look good, but when you compare it to a really good one is when you see the difference. And that's probably- yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely. So what's that valuable free action or valuable free resource that you can give to the audience that we're talking to today that, that sort of helps them sort of make that first step towards sort of getting that, that assistance that they need for, for, in your case, legal services? Yeah, it, it's a really important one for for my clients, and I've structured it in a way that I know what they're gonna what they need, and that's a, a consultation, and that's a talk with me. Um, it's not going to be a, a leaflet or a booklet or a PDF because I'm just adding to the mess in that situation. It's a chat with me because it's just going to give them a lot of clarity. They can explain exactly what they need and why. Um, I need to look at where they're at and what conclusion they want from this. Then I can work out the in-between and what's going to work for them, what document's going to be best for, what guidance uh, we can take. Um, And if it's going to be a situation where, right, we've got a project or we've got a single document, or it might be a situation where we say, you might need someone on retainer here um, because you can just come back to me every now and again. And And I've specifically made it that way because that's from the feedback and the research that I've done with my clients, that's what they need. That's the best bit, rather than just another leaflet. Um, it, it, it's not in context. Um, they get to really talk to me and ask why. Uh, and sometimes for them, with what I do, it, it, unfortunately, it's uncommon. Um, so I'm always always available to talk. And, and on the website, um, as it says below, um, you can book in with me at any point um, and get lots of clarity and get some focus on what you need. Yeah. And you're pretty you're pretty available on things like LinkedIn as well, Suraj. I've noticed, you know, you're posting yes. all the time talking about your experiences, which have been 
really eye-opening for me to sort of watch the sort of stuff that you're talking about great stuff yeah it's 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 kind of um it's a weird uh it's kind of cathartic as well in a way for me because i get to talk about it a little bit um it's as as business obviously sometimes and, and in, in today's world of, of covid as well you you are stuck and i am a solopreneur so there's not a, a, i don't have a co-founder that i can bounce ideas off or anything like that we'll just talk to or have a little bit of a rant uh, and sometimes some of the stuff that i go through i, I will put on there and it's not always it's a bit personal mixed with with the business i do talk about the business but i talk about what i'm personally going through as a solopreneur starting my own business as well which works great for other startups because they will they want to work with other startups they can relate to it as well um and often i will get messages and, and they'll say oh thanks so much for putting that post up I, I know exactly what you're going through and it's great that you're able to do it so i, I i'm always quite um I'm, I'm on there i able to talk on there as well i've got the the name and it's uh suraj rana it's so legal so if anyone wants to talk to me on there, they can as well. And uh, it's interesting to follow is what I would like to say. Maybe I'm not that interesting, but I like to think I am. I'm oh, sorry, have I lost you there? Suraj, can you still hear me? Yes, you're back now, you're back. Don't know what happened there. We will we will have to investigate that. Well, what's the sort of uh, concept or 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 program that's really sort of uh, been most impactful in your experience? Is it that sort of use of LinkedIn and social media? Yeah, it's been great for me actually in in many respects. Um, I when I I was very naive when I first started it. I've had a LinkedIn for a long time um from when i was at university actually uh and inevitably it was always oh well it's just a place where you sort of put your cv you talk about what you did but it's 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 becoming much much more than that now um and if you just got if you've not been onto it for a while go and check it out and, and see what it is it's a very different place um and i hear that um i'm lucky to speak to a lot of people that do very very well on linkedin and so inevitably talk to people that work at linkedin and i hear they're now looking to move it away from just where you put your cv but where it's just a professional um networking place you talk about some of the stuff that you're going through professionally it worked really well in that i'm able to um i've made connections with other lawyers around the world which is quite important for me um i, I because i'm although i niche in the contract side of things i'm very general in the way I, I work on the legal side of things. So it's good to have people that are very niche in their own areas, such as fraud and things like that. And I, I once had uh, even clients over in the States that have said, we're looking to set up a business, maybe somewhere in the, the, the Caribbean, for example. And, and it was great because I said, right, well, one of my good friends actually is a lawyer there. So if you wanted to do that, we can set that up. It's been really, really, really good for me in that respect. I, I I am getting it, it. You've got to be strategic in the way that you use it. So if I'm speaking to someone that is a lead, uh, they, they might actually be a client or they might not be or they might not be ready or anything like that. I then make sure I try and add them on LinkedIn because I'm not in a position where I'm churning out um, newsletters and things like that to keep in contact with people. So I use my LinkedIn to keep in contact. So I might even just throw something out there on a holiday weekend or I might just say I'm working with this client or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's just that subtle reminder for them that I exist and what I do. Um, 
And then what happen is they will just drop me a quick message uh, because they've just seen me. Uh, it's staying in the forefront of their mind. Um, yeah. So it's worked for me in both ways in that. So it's great for, for networking and it's also great for getting potential leads um, or it's just keeping you in the potential leads mind. So they remember yeah. you. Good concept, good concept, Sir Raj. So uh, we come to my, uh, what I always term that I get out of jail free card, which is my question, which is what's the question I should have asked you, which I haven't. And I know you've got a bank of stories, so we could spend hours on these. But, yes. you know, what's that question you would have liked me to ask you, which I haven't yet done? Um, it's whether it's a, it's a question of some of the, the best lessons I, I, you've learned or the one lesson um, that you still use uh, today that you learned very early on. Uh, and, I, and it was one of the reasons why we, we really wanted to do this. And I think it was the, uh, and, and like you said, I've got a number of these lessons. Um, and uh, as, as entrepreneurs and, and as humans, we're always looking to learn more lessons. Uh, what can I take from this? Or oh, I need to do this to, to learn this lesson. Or I haven't learned this lesson yet. Um, and I was surprised when I looked back at the lessons or some of the things that I had done even in my school days and the lessons that I can still take now uh, and still use. Um, and it, maybe it's because of the type of person I was. So I'll give you the example. Uh, I, when I was about 15, 16, um, I was always quite a big fan of watches and watch brands. So, uh, and, and I was a stickler for time, uh, very annoyingly by, uh, for my friends, by the way, because I wanted to be there on the minute. And I, and I always wanted to be at less than a few minutes early. On time has always been late for me, even from that age. Um, and, and I used to get ribbed for it all the time. So I would wear a watch. Um, this was the days when you didn't have very fancy phones. Um, and of course, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hang around with them. It wasn't commonplace. Um, and with the school I went to, it was kind of frowned upon to have them on you all the time anyway. So I would always wear this watch. Um, it was quite a nice watch. I didn't buy it for a lot of money and knew I was just going to use it in school. Uh, and I found out a couple of people would look at this watch. Well, that's, that's quite a nice watch, actually. Where did you get that from, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so I, I found an easy. I thought, right, well, this is great because I can try to sell some of these watches. And I did. Um, and and I'd, I got them very cheaply um, from a wholesaler and I would sell them for, uh, I, I remember I'd sell them for, I used to buy them for about £5 and sell them for 10 because I didn't want to carry change around in my pocket in school. So I, I, I that's a round number. Uh, but you can imagine for £5 of great quality. So within a few weeks, um, things started to go wrong with, with these watches and the straps were coming loose and they wasn't telling the time properly and whatnot. Um, and it was a great lesson for me because or I can never sell watches to that market again, or at least I'd have to wait until the next academic year by the time everyone's forgotten about it. Uh, but also it was it, it affected that side, the, the business side, but also my personal brand, because I was ribbed then for being that guy that was selling the dodgy watches that kept breaking. So it was a really interesting lesson learned because it affected both sides, the personal brand and the business. The business had to close down basically after a few weeks because it just wasn't happening uh, and it was really important and, and what i thought about it was that well, next time i don't want to stop selling watches because i still have a passion for them but i'm not going to buy them for a fiver and sell them uh but if i do inevitably i need to learn that that's then going to be the brand. the cheap watches break a lot and that's going to be linked to my personal brand as well and that's not what i wanted so it really early and i know i understand a lot of other people weren't like that but you'd be surprised if you look back and you think at some of those things that you did. It's those lessons in adult life and in business life as well. So don't always look to learn more. 
think about what you already know and leverage that first, then move forward. Do you know, school is such an important time for, for when we learn not only um, yeah. what we learn sort of academically, but it sets us up for those um, those early years of our career when we really start to accelerate our businesses, doesn't it? And yeah. that's a really interesting story that you learned very early, the, the value of of an item, but also the value of customer service, that you didn't yeah. want to disappoint your customers. You had a particular uh, point that you were trying to do, which is not only sell the watch, but make the customer happy. And that the, the damage of the customer service experience yeah. was doing to your business and to your personal brand was actually as painful as, as anything. So that's a really interesting lesson. I think it's an insight into the way in which you deal with your business now. Yeah, and it is. And at the time, I didn't really understand what I was doing or, or, or why. And, and it, it's only now that and we talk about the customer service side of things and the way that I want to have I want to provide that service that's a good service, not just the cheap one that's just readily available for everyone. So if, if that's why I would say think back because you're in a very different mindset 20 years on. Um, but the lesson can still be learned. Um, and yes, it, I still follow that through. And, and, and it is very much my personal brand. that I, I am a big part of Soul Legal at this stage. It is me. I'm a, I am it. I'm a bit obsessed with it, if I'm honest. But you need to be a little bit obsessed with it. Um, but you also need to see the long term side of things. Don't keep thinking about making a £10. What about in 10 years? What, where can it go in? And always dream big. And it was, thankfully, I was always in contact with some great people that taught me that I always needed to. Um, and annoyingly, I had one chairman that would, no matter how big I was dreaming, he would always tell me it was too small of a dream. And that needs to dream even bigger. So always just, just talk to these people. There's always a lesson to be learned. Take a little bit of wisdom from everyone that you talk to because they've all got a little bit of it. That's brilliant. So that's a fantastic lesson. And I'm going to have to finish it on that because I don't think if anything you'd say after that would actually sort of have as big impact as that one, which is let's always take that lesson of thinking that little bit bigger, stream that little bit bigger, because you never know, you might actually sort of be as big as that. Sura, it's been a brilliant conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I just want to point out um, if you would be interested in hearing more about what's going on on this channel and, and, and subscribing and hearing more, go to this website, which is tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Go across the screen at the moment. Suraj, it's been brilliant having you on. I've really appreciated some of those, some of those lessons. It's going to remind me again to think big, dream big, and dream just a little bit bigger because no matter how big you dream, you still haven't quite reached the top. I love it. Thank you so much for being on. Pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. No problem. And we'll see you all again soon.